Imagine that you're in the middle of a battle and you are determined to win. You're a ram and you're fighting for dominance against another ram. You let out a warrior bleat and sprint toward him. You smash his head with a sickening thud and he stumbles backward. As he's disoriented, you press your advantage and smack him one more time. This last attack finishes him off and he slowly wanders off, stumbling every few steps. I am the greatest, you tell yourself and head off to find another weakling to challenge. You head up a mountain, calling out your challenge to anyone who may be listening. As you get higher, you check behind every tree and under every rock. You startle some birds, a fox, a lost sheep, but no ramps. You realize you're close to the top of the mountain, and you decide you're going to the top so that you can become the literal king of the mountain. The only way to get there, though, is through a set of bushes, so you pick up speed and burst into them. But just as you're about to come out the other side, your head screeches to a stop. Your horns are stuck in the bushes. No matter how hard you pull, you can't get them free. You, the self-declared king of the mountain, refuse to let a bush defeat you. But you can't get free. You suddenly hear a man's voice call out, Isaac, the Lord has provided a ram for our sacrifice, just like I knew he would. I'm Pastor Michael, and this is Chicken and Waffles, the Bible podcast for preteens, where learning and obeying God's Word creates preteens that are unique and unforgettable, just like Chicken and Waffles. What is up, preteens? Pastor Michael here. It is another great day to become unique and unforgettable by learning and obeying God's Word. Are you ready? I hope you are. You know, after our last episode where I challenged you to sing at the top of your lungs and thank God for his strength and power, Mrs. Chicken and Waffles told me that she did it. She rolled down all of her windows and she cranked up kids by Brandon Lake and sang at the top of her lungs in her car. Now, let me tell you something about my wife. She is a little bit more reserved than I am. So the fact that she did this, that's huge. I love that she did that, and I hope that you did too. Now, today is our last episode in our series on Abraham. And you know what? We've learned a lot of things about old Abe along the way. We've learned that God sometimes gives us weird directions so he can impact the world through us and that God is looking for people who will believe his impossible promises, and that God is completely trustworthy no matter what our situation is. So after 25 years, God finally gave Abraham his promised son, and we looked at that last episode. However, God has one last test for Abraham, and we're going to look at that today. We're going to read Genesis chapter 22, verses 1 through 3. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. 
Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. The next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. All right, so what does this mean? That's always our first question. That's our chicken question. You know, one of the hardest things to do is give up something you love. Have you ever been there before where you have to give up something that you don't want to give up? Now, for my youngest son, uh, Daniel, one of his most favorite things now is a Darth Vader Boppet. Now, I don't know if you've ever played Boppet before, but it's a Darth Vader Boppet, and he loves it. He loves to make it say all the things that it says in Darth Vader's voice, and he walks around, pushes that button over and over and over again. I now dream in Darth Vader's voice. I hear this so much. But he's got to have it all the time. However, when it's time to go to bed, we take it from him, right? One, we want our other son to be able to go to sleep, but it's also time to stop playing. But you know what he sometimes does in the morning? Sometimes he tries to sneak out of his room to go find Darth Vader so he can start playing with him again, right? Because he hates to lose what he loves the most. Now, can you imagine how Abraham must have felt when he received those instructions from God? He might have been tempted to say, wait, God, sacrifice the son that you made me wait 25 years for? That son I love, the son you promised me and gave me? Uh, you think he was tempted to act like he didn't hear these instructions? I know sometimes you like to try and do that when your parents give you instructions you don't want to do, right? But even with such difficult instructions, what did Abraham do the very next morning? He obeyed and left for Moriah with his son Isaac. Now, I imagine that with each step, as he kept getting closer to where God had directed him to go, his dread just grew that he was going to lose his son. He may have even imagined that God was going to stop them at some point and be like, all right, Abraham, hey, I was just playing with it. You can head on back. But you know what? God never did. And put yourself in Isaac's sandals. You know, on the way, he realized that his dad said they were going to make a sacrifice, but he didn't bring a sheep. And when he asked him about it, Abraham only gave him like this mysterious answer that God would provide. Now, and we also have the question about how old Isaac was. Nobody really knows, but many people guess that he was at least a teenager because he helped transport some of the stuff that they needed. So he wasn't a little kid and he probably wasn't an older adult, so he might have been like a teenager at this point, but we're not really sure. But they finally reached the mountain, and you know what? The moment of truth came. Would Abraham follow God's instructions or not? Abraham loved God, but he also loved his son, and if he chose to obey God, he would lose his son. But if he chose to disobey God, then he would reveal that he didn't really trust him. It feels like an impossible choice, right? But Abraham made the choice that revealed his love for God. He tied Isaac's hands and he placed them on top of the altar. 
And as he raised his knife, let's see what happened. Let's jump down to verses 11 and 12. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way, for now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. Yes, God stopped him. Can you imagine right when Abraham heard the voice and be like, yes, yes, I'm here. Tell me, what do you want? Right, I don't want to do this. What God wanted to know was if Abraham loved him more than the gift he had given him. And because Abraham revealed his trust in God, God then provided him the ram that he needed. They looked over and there was a ram caught in some bushes and they used that ram for the sacrifice to worship the Lord. Now, I heard a pastor say that when I was a kid, that just as God was leading Abraham and Isaac up one side of the mountain, he was leading the ram up the other side of the mountain to provide for him at just the right point. So I want you to remember our big idea today is that God desires for me to love him more than anyone and anything. Now, I want to touch something really quickly. All right, let's answer the question, if God really wanted Abraham to kill his son, and I want you to know he didn't. All right, I want to make that very clear. God was not going to let Abraham kill his son. Later on in the Bible, in Jeremiah 32, 35, God calls child sacrifice evil or an abomination. And in Leviticus 20, it says that anyone who sacrifices their child should receive the death penalty, okay? God's not going to be asking anybody to sacrifice their child anytime soon. He was just testing Abraham's character. He was not going to let him do that. I just want to make sure we're clear on that point, all right? Now, what should I do? That's our second question. What should we do with this? Because remember that learning God's Word should impact the decisions I make and the actions I take. Now, if you're like me, God has given you a lot of things that are pretty amazing. Maybe He's given you a house, a family, a video game system, or three, great friends, all the cereal you could ever want, and more. Everything you have is a gift from God. But would you be willing to give those things up in order to follow God's directions? You know, Jesus said in John 14, 15, if you love me, obey my commandments. You know, sometimes when we obey God's instructions, it will cost you something you love. Now, what does that look like? Well, say you have a friend who wants to lie about something, but you know that you're supposed to tell the truth. So because you love God, you tell your friend, hey, I'm not going to lie and join you in this, and then you lose that friend. Or you may have multiple remote control cars. You know, Maybe that's your thing, and you love them all, but your church needs donations for a Christmas store that they're putting together for families that need help around the holidays, and God might prompt you to give one of those to the Christmas store. But that means that you'll give away something that you really care about. Now, do you see in each of these examples, you put obeying and loving God first 
to show that you will trust him that he will provide you what you need. But God gives us these directions so that we can show him that we love him more than anyone or anything in our lives. So here's my challenge for you. I want you to make a list of everything that you have in your life that you love. Now, this list could be in your head or you could write it down. Either way, that's cool. And then I want you to thank God for everything that you've listed out. And then tell him that you love him more than anything he has given you. What this will do is it help you realize that you love the gift giver more than the gift and help you be just like Abraham. Wow, this has been a great series on Abraham, one of my most favorite people in the Bible. You know, over time, Abraham grew to trust God. He struggled to trust him at first, but he learned to trust God. And you know what? In my own life, I am learning to trust God because I'm not perfect at it either. And I believe that you will learn to trust God in your life as you keep obeying him. Because every time you obey his instructions, you will find that he is faithful to keep his promises. Hey, if you enjoyed this series on Abraham and you think you've got a friend who would enjoy it too, would you talk with your parent and ask them to see if they can share this episode through text? All they have to do is click on share episode in whatever podcast app that you're using and they can send it directly to someone. Who do you think you could send it to? I want you to remember that every time you learn and obey God's word, you're becoming unique and unforgettable just like chicken and waffles. I'll see you next time.